Hello and welcome to Hire Automation, a podcast brought to you by High Robotics. I'm your host, Michelle Dawn Mooney. Today we're talking about Cyber Week success, how to prep your warehouse for peak season demand. A well-prepared warehouse plays a pivotal role in meeting holiday shoppers' surging demands during Cyber Week and peak season, which can really make or break the year's success for many businesses. On this episode of Higher Automation, we will explore how to arm your fulfillment operations for this crucial time with Victoria Carlson, Senior Solutions Engineer, and Sean Brixey, Director of Implementation at High Robotics. Victoria and Sean will share how to use flexible, good-to-person warehouse automation to handle spikes in demand, whether you're in the early stages of your automation journey or maybe you've already have a system in place. So let's get started. First off, thank you so much, Victoria and Sean, for joining me. Before we get into the conversation, can we have you start off with a brief bio, Victoria? Yeah. Hi, thanks for having me, Michelle. I've been at High for a little over a year now in the solutions groups and been working in sales engineering uh, in robotics and material handling automation for over five years. And Sean. Hi, Michelle. I'm Sean Brixey. I'm the uh, Director of Implementation of High Robotics. I've been in the uh, industry for right, 20 plus years. Once again, it is great to have both of you with me today and excited to get into this conversation. So to kick things off, can you provide our listeners with an overview of why the holiday season, particularly Cyber Week, is such a critical time for businesses, especially in the realm of warehousing and logistics. Right. Well, I don't know how many Amazon purchases you made last year around this time, but I know I ordered a, a quite a few things <laughs> myself. Um, so Cyber Week actually last year accounted for over $35 billion in online sales in 2022, a little bit over 2021's numbers. Um, the pandemic really just changed people's relationship with uh, purchasing of things online, and a lot of online retailers are taking notice. There's also just a really big difference when you're shopping in person you can't push a deal in front of consumers quite the way an online retailer like Amazon or Target can send a push notification for new offers just throughout that week. So it's just really grown, I think, the amount of sales during this period of time. So for businesses that are just starting out and designing their good-to-person system, what would you say are the key considerations and strategies they should keep in mind when preparing for peak season demand? Because there's already so much to think of, as you said, during this especially stressful time of the year. So what we're really trying to find is just the most efficient way to get the product out the door. You want to have a better understanding of what is the amount of product you can provide to your order pickers every hour. We might call that a system throughput. So the amount of uh, tote presentations with product in it that you're able to provide to people picking those orders. Um, you can increase the number of hours you're operating. We do this in a lot of ways with human operators. But if you have an automation system or are thinking of one, that will just really increase uh, your capacity if you're able to extend the number of hours your system is operating. Um, your robots are able to operate 24 hours a day without a break, and you can get more orders out of the door the more hours you're using your system potentially. Um, you can also decrease uh, the amount of distance to travel to pick up the most popular items. So if you have a SKU that is your highest seller, or if you only have you know, a smaller subset of SKUs, are those items zoned so that the fastest moving items are closest to your pickers? You want to reduce um, both the number of trips, which I'll get to in a second, but also you want to make sure the number of trips to bring product to the pickers, uh, that distance is as short as possible. Um, and then, you know, you really want to be able to batch your orders as much as possible. For every tote of product that gets to your picker, 
how many orders can that fulfill? So we really want to try and batch those together uh, just so you're potentially fulfilling multiple orders just with one tote presentation to that order picker. That was well said, Victoria. I think that uh, a fundamental thing to keep in mind, even even not during peak season, is uh, minimizing steps, minimizing touches. Um, as long as that's your strategy all year, that's going to be about as best you can do. But I like the ideas that you were talking about with uh, with batching. That's fantastic. Let's talk about the flip side for a moment. What advice do you have for businesses that may already have a goods-to-person ASRS system in place, but they want to ensure it's optimized for peak season performance? So I think there's some great ideas that you can, great, great things you can do to get ready for the season if you have a little time up front. So get all your maintenance done. Make sure your system's in, in the best working order that it can be in. Uh, make sure it's as loaded as it can possibly be before peak gets started. I think those are probably the, the two first steps you do early. Um, another opportunity that you have is if you can forecast what your A movers are going to be, because sometimes you'll have your, your most rapidly moving products change a little bit during peak season. So if you know a month ahead of time that a, a current B prices or B, B rate item is going to potentially move at an A rate speed, you know, October is probably a good time to go ahead and change that in your system. So your system has time to optimize the storage locations and, and get that skew prepared to move like an A mover. Um, another thing that you can do to take advantage of that is uh, similar to what Victoria was talking about with the, the batch picking. If you have a, a, like a pallet moving system, you can, you can move some of your A's that are normally A's that are peak season, maybe a plus movers into, into pallet storage. So you can pull them out and, and set them next to your pickers so that your, your a pluses are right there for, for batch picking all the time. Um, that's just a, just a few ideas I had off the top of my head. Victoria, do you have anything to add to that? What I would add is, you know, it's, it's always important, important to have a good routine. You want to make sure that your team is ready to support this most critical time for your operations. And so having a good process, a good routine helps accomplish those most, most difficult tasks. Um, I'm not really good at waking up in the morning. And so I find I need to do the same thing every morning just to help me get up and, and get into my day. And that's kind of how it is too in any warehouse. Do you have the same way that you're starting your shifts, you're moving into work, um, if you get those paces in and have a good routine, I think it can really help when things get very stressful during Cyber Week. Another thing with uh, with the modern goods to person systems, Michelle, there's a, there's a lot of flexibility in them. Um, I know that uh, the, the ones where we're most used to seeing at this point in time, you have outbound stations and inbound stations, and and during times of uh, extreme outbound pressure, like like peak season. Um, a lot of these systems will let you switch the direction of flow from from an inbound station somewhere you'd normally load the system to an outbound operation we use. So you can you can increase your outbound flow with that, and then use different hours of the day to, to do inbound from some of the outbound and inbound stations if you have that flexibility. But that's a an excellent flexibility tool that is in a lot of these systems that can be taken advantage of in this season. So, Sean, a follow-up to that. You mentioned flexible automation, and I would like you to dive a little deeper, if you can, into what it actually means and share any other examples, maybe, of how businesses can best leverage flexible automation to their advantage during the holiday season or really any time of the year. Well, I, I think that the flexibility of the system is going to depend in part on the system you have. I know with uh, with ours that, uh, you know, there's there's 
scalability. So um, if you have access to it, you can increase robots in production, for example. Um, like I mentioned in the previous question, the, the ability to switch outbound and inbound workstations, uh, that, that kind of flexibility allows you to use um, maybe different groups of workers at different times of the day to perform different tasks. So you can, you can take um, maximum outflow before trucks come in, and when when you have a lull in the outbound, you can you can turn them around. Um, some of the other flexibilities come in the efficiency and the storage, like we were talking about. But um, being able to pull large quantities out of the system, if you if you can move pallets, right, that that reduces even the robot touches. So that that puts the picking right next to the picker all the time before the orders are ever made. So um, yeah, that, that, the flexibility is amazing in, in the modern goods to person system, and it's a, it's a huge advantage and lets lets you get from that reduced or that the normal workflow load to that uh, to that increased peak season load at a much better rate than what we were working with even just five years ago. It's it's been a fantastic change in the market. I would just add that a lot of what comes out of a great solution design is the ability to handle both averages and peaks. And when we're doing a data analysis to take a look at your warehousing data and size your system, we want to see both your peak time uh, for selling product and your average. And it may be possible when we're designing that system that we will be able to handle peak if we don't run inbound operations on this shift. We use all the workstations for outbound, or we might have um, different ebbs and flows depending on other seasonalities. So a uh, you know paper company or a school of products company is going to peak more in August or September. Um, so you could have a variety of products that peak at different times. And so Cyber Week might not be as stressful for you because you're handling such a, a wide variety of SKUs and products. Um, but I, I think that comes out of good solution design, both finding times to handle the peak uh, flow, but also have enough jobs for those robots during the rest of the year that you can handle the averages and not be too uh, oversized of the system. One more process that goods to person systems do better than any other technology I've seen is that January rush, that January and February rush of returns. We're also set up to, to bring things back into the system and be immediately findable and usable. And it, it solves a lot of problems for our customers. It's a, it's a pretty fantastic tool for that. One other thing that our product does have a capability to do at high is to handle both cartons and totes. So if your robot model is equipped with that functionality, you could be processing totes and cartons side by side. So maybe you're doing a full case pick of a carton just because of the high volume of, of orders around Cyber Week instead of just picking a single item out of a tote. So that's some additional flexibility you can have with our technology. I'm curious just to briefly have you touch on something that I think is kind of a ripple effect. You know, talk about making it less stressful during a very stressful time of year for a lot of businesses. But not only are you getting kind of better numbers there, but for the people that are actually working there, I would think that their stress levels will be lowered because everything kind of has better flexibility and you have more help in areas where maybe they had to kind of step up because we are all more stressed during the holiday season and then we have to go to work no matter where we work. So can you talk about that for a moment? Yeah, I think the thing I've always thought about with robotics is 
no one really likes to be on their feet every day. No one really likes walking miles and miles around a warehouse. And I think the more we lean on robotics to do the types of jobs that are physically demanding, that are less safe, um, that are most repetitive, and we get to use human operators on skills that we're naturally better at, which can be, you know, from uh, better logistics planning to even individual picking. Some robotic systems have not quite got good, have not gotten quite as good as that. Um, but I think robots are just really great at those repetitive tasks. And that's where I think they can really add a lot to the human operator's experience. Yeah, I, I think that uh, this, this busy season for our industry is also very closely tied to, to flu season every year. And, uh, and I've, I've found that, that the robots do seem to, to flatline the, the capacity for a warehouse. They, they seem to um, well, stabilize is what I mean. Um, if we look back at, for example, the COVID time period, the, the businesses that seemed to do the, the best were were ones that had the stability of automation and could could still function without 100% of the person staff necessarily present. So I, I do think it adds a lot of stability to a workplace. You know what you can expect in a uh, more consistent manner. And, and it adds efficiency, so you can generally expect more. Any final thoughts as we're wrapping up and maybe resources or places you can tell people to go if they have more questions about our conversation here today? Yeah, I would just add that as stressful and cyber we can be, I think it's a great opportunity to collect a lot of data on what your customers actually are interested in ordering. Um, you will never have potentially more order information than you do in a short amount of time, like during cyber week. And it's a really great time to test what uh, your consumers are interested in, and then use that information to have a great plan going into next year as well. So I just think from that perspective, it's an exciting time to learn more about your consumers. Yeah, I, I think this is uh, one of the most exciting times of the year. It's the uh, the Super Bowl of our of our industry. We we all we all prepare for this all year long, and it's it's just fun to see see what we've accomplished, and we get to grade ourselves and and see how we can do better next year. That's uh, that's what we do. Sean Brooksy, Director of Implementation at High Robotics, and Victoria Carlson, Senior Solutions Engineer at High Robotics. Thank you so much for joining us. Important conversation and an exciting time for a lot of companies, but uh, here's some great solutions for them not to stress as much during this busy season. So thank you for being here today. Thank you. Thank you so much, Michelle. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening to Higher Automation, a podcast brought to you by High Robotics. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you have any questions or want to learn more about what we talked about today, you can visit highrobotics.com. I'm your host, Michelle Dawn Mooney. Once again, thanks for joining us. We hope to connect with you on another podcast soon. 